Hey everybody, we're here in Novel Ideas to, and we're discussing the book Any Day Now by Robin Carr and this is November 17th, 2017. So without any further ado, go around and see what everybody thought about the book. Well, I'm going to start if you don't mind. I was I was prepared and prepared. I told Randy I read a couple hours. I didn't like it. I really didn't. I, but I understand. Shame on me because this is Robin Carr. Tremendous dialogue. I guess if we turn it around, it's character development. Development, uh, but a lot of dialogue, and, and you go over you you uh, go over the past of every single one of those people. But as the book went along, it gelled the, the uh, you know, the plots. Uh, you know, you know that she's going to marry, um, what's his name? Connie. <laughs> uh, Connie. Uh, and Cal and Maggie are going to be happy. And, and Sully's great. You know, how can you not like him? And then, uh, of course, there's the stalker, the rapist. Uh, and uh, I thought that Cal handled the police very well. And on the whole, I, you know, I like the book very much, but I, you got to be prepared for a lot of dialogue at the beginning as she lays out the scene, in my opinion. You know, that's interesting, Bob, because I had a similar reaction to it. At first, I thought, oh, this book is so kind of boring and predictable. Um, overall, I found it that it was an enjoyable read. It was entertaining. Um, my favorite part of the whole book was when they rescued Molly, though. I mean, I have to admit that that for me that um, you know that that was very sweet. Um, overall, I guess not overall, but generally, I think that I find books like this a little, um, you know, the perfect community, the perfect relationships. The it just. It's nice, but whoever gets that in real life, you know. So for me, it was pr- purely entertainment, but but you know, not a bad read. Yeah, well, I I made I wasn't I made up my mind even before I started reading it. You know, it's, I'm not going to like this book, um, but actually, I did. I'm not a big reader of romance, but it wasn't it wasn't. I mean, you knew it was very predictable, as as Bob said, and well, you too, Liz. Um, but I like the side plots, you know, I like the fact that, you know, about her being in, um, in recovery and, uh, you know, the whole AA thing and, um, and the people that, that she met. Another thing, there was, I can honestly say, and I can't remember the last time I've, I've said this, if ever, there was actually no one in this book that I disliked. Uh, I liked Sully, you know, he was a, you know, the fatherly figure and all that, and of course, uh, Maggie and Cal, and, uh, um, oh, I forget, uh, shoot, what's her name, the main, the main uh, protagonist, what the heck is her name, but anyway, I liked her, there was only one questionable person in the book that I, you know, wasn't sure if I liked or not, and that was, I think her name was Neely, the AA person, and uh, she was phony as a as a three dollar bill, but uh, for the most part, I, I really liked everybody in the book, and I don't say that. And Marsha, I've got to jump in. I didn't like Peterson, the guy that was beating Molly over the head, but he—I thought he was going to be the stalker, 
or he would come back, but they cut him out. And I certainly didn't like Cox, Darren, the stalker, the rapist. He was awful. I mean, he was really, thank God they caught him. But yes, I think I would say this. I agree that most of the people in there were very likable people. Absolutely. I Moody yeah. was Mealy was a phony, but she wasn't mean. She didn't, you know, but she was just ridiculous. She was phony. But she was a phony and a liar. Yeah, uh, uh, I liked it pretty good. I mean, you know, it's just t- typical romance, and I, I love a good romance. Uh, uh, I kind of agree with Liz uh, that these things were where everything's kind of really perfect and 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 wrapped up so nice and neatly is. Uh, well, I mean, obviously, you know, she was being stalked by a rapist. Other than that, it, it was it was all perfect. I mean, you knew everything was going to turn out okay, and it's it, it's it's entertaining and and it's and it's enjoyable. And Sierra was the main character, by the way. Uh, I think that was my favorite thing was when they talked about the what they were going to name the baby and were they going to do the states or the the mountain range names because what it, she was Sierra, the brother the oldest brother was California, the other brother was Dakota, and then. Seldona maybe was the other sister, something like that. I thought, I thought that was kind of entertaining. But, uh, yeah, I like the part with the dog. I, I love dogs. And uh, Molly was like a character all herself. And I can't remember what Sully's dog's name was. I, I liked him, too. Uh, th- that scene where uh, th- they rescued her when she she messed her ankle up and uh, the, the dog went and got help. I thought that was kind of neat. But, uh yeah. It, it, it was fun. I, I enjoyed the read, and uh, I, I'm not saying I'm gonna remember much about. I, I was, I was, <laughs> I finished it probably three or four days ago, and, and tonight we were getting ready for the book. I was getting ready for the book room. I was thinking, now what was that book about? I, 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 it took me a minute to grab hold of it again. Of course, that's me getting older. I know, but uh, uh, this this kind of stuff does doesn't stick very long usually. But uh, but but it was entertaining. I stand corrected. I forgot about Peterson and and uh, the stalker, but I definitely didn't like them. But uh, you know, Peterson wasn't in there that long, and although the stalker played a, a major role throughout the book, he wasn't really actively in in there for much. So he kind of, I guess, they both kind of just uh, left my mind. But yes, I didn't like either of those two people. Go ahead. I had a hard time getting into the book. And, you face um, your left. Right? Oh, can't I'm hurt, I guess. Go ahead. Uh, it was, it, I didn't, I, I, I really thought the dialogue, there was a little more dialogue than I, I like more sor- storytelling in a book than uh, pages of, of dialogue. And, and it took me a while to kind of get used to these these people. The uh, Sierra, I thought at first, I, that was kind of uh, conniving and was kind of, you know, poor me, what's going to happen to me? But she uh, she did straighten out, and she certainly took action. And at the end, the end was the best part of the book, as far as I was concerned. And because it got into really a good suspense of whether she was going to get away from that man and whether he was going to get in to get her. But uh, I don't need to know in reading a book all everybody's, so much about everybody's life story that, uh, it, people as far as were characters and things and um, I thought there were times maybe too much information but it I got more into it as we went I mean it, it, it just uh, it wasn't wasn't my favorite book but it wasn't it wasn't really a bad book either and uh, I I love the dog and you know Molly and the other one and, I, and 
the um, uh, I, I like the point too that the reason the uh, stalker couldn't find her sooner is because she changed her way of life and she wasn't going to bars anymore and drinking and everything, and that's why it took him so long to to find her, which was a good thing. But uh, I just uh, it was a good book, but I I you know it's just I guess. Some books I like and some books aren't as my favorite, but it was it was a, a good read as far as that's you know concerned. I have to say this wasn't really for me. This one, um, and I don't usually read romances. I have to say, so the, probably the things I'm going to complain about are, are typical in romances. But um, I mean, I didn't really care for Sierra. I mean, I, I suppose the, the characters are all very formulaic. You know, you've got the the beautiful woman who looks half her age and who can, you know, describe Einstein and nuclear fusion, and then you've got the gorgeous firefighter who rescues her off the mountain, and and the cute dog, and you know, you knew everything was going to turn out right. I, I just couldn't find really anything in it to to interest me, to keep me wanting to read and turn the page and find out what happened next, because I, I thought I already know everything that's going to happen here, and and I found the AA stuff a bit tedious. But it, you know, it wasn't for me, but I can see if you like romances, it's going to tick all the boxes. So like, you can't really complain about these things if you're reading a romance, but there you go. I, I don't know who that young lady was. I'm sorry, but you're, I, I agree with you. The thing that kept running yeah. through my mind is, what next with Sierra? Okay, she's rescued. Her ankles sprained for you're weeks. carrying him around. Well, let me, let me do it. And carry me. You know, that's fun. But, you know, I kept saying... What next? They're, they're getting rid of trouble after trouble. And that kind of got boring to me. Yeah, Shell, you, you, you can probably tell us how it, how it ended, even, even if you didn't finish it. So uh, uh, you're, you're exactly right. Yeah, it, it was predictable, but that's Robin Carr, you know. It's, it's entertaining, and um, I haven't read all of her books, but I've read enough to see that that's just, it's a pattern, but I enjoy them. I see Abby Taylor's here and um, hasn't had a chance to get the mic yet. So, Abby, do you have a mic? Do you want to contribute? Oh, there we go. There we are. I've been pressing and con- pressing and holding control. I guess you have to wait till nobody's speaking. Sorry, it's been a while since I've been in these rooms. Yes, you know, one of the things I liked about this book is uh, that it gives a very positive message about um, sexual assault. And have, knowing somebody who has been a victim of that, I would encourage anyone who has been in that situation to read the book because, and, and they, they hope in the hope that they might gain some insight into um you know her or insight from sierra's attitude at the end you know her her survival you know her whole story of survival you know how she's gonna testify in court you know against him and she's gonna you know she's she's not letting this get her down she's gonna survive and i hope that other people who have been victims of, of similar situations uh you know read this and get the same insight Abby, that's an excellent point. That's the message of the book, obviously, yeah. the sexual assault and how Sierra, who at first said, I'll never testify against him. I'm so afraid. And then how she faced him, stood him off at, in her bedroom or where they, the bedroom of the uh, Cal's house. 
and she survived it. She was a, that was a great scene there. Yeah. And then she says, now I can, I'm not afraid of him. I can testify. Yeah, that was the theme of the book, and, and it did come across. I think yeah. if you didn't get it before that, you certainly got it by the end. Can I say something? Go ahead. Yeah, I think that she had a struggle between should I do it, shouldn't mm-hmm. I do it, should mm-hmm. I testify, and yeah. she, we saw that struggle in reading this book. Right, that was good. And uh, it probably, yeah. Because she was, did struggle, and it's, I understand yeah. a lot more, and that was really the message of the book. Um, for me, the, the first glimpse of Sierra's ability to survive was, again, when she rescued Molly. Um, she went full head-on. But it was for Molly. It wasn't really for her, but, it, you know, you could see that she had the fight in her. Um, but I think in terms of the character, Sierra, her constant kind of... It was, she was like the, the classic damsel in distress, and Cal was her knight in shining armor. And, that, it, again, it was an, an enjoyable read, but it was, it was just, uh, to me... <laughs> How many people, I mean, I suppose that it does exist in real life, but how many people really find that? Generally speaking, I think if you go from drama to drama and somebody comes on to rescue you, they just become your next drama. But that's just my opinion. Well, I did have to say, I did like it when she put the nail gun to that guy, you know, in that last scene. That, that, That was pretty intense. And also, when you're trying to read 1984 by George Orwell for the fall classic, Talk about a downer book. Something like this is very light and, 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 and nice for a change. Yes, I was going to say, I think that was the best part in the book when she was running about with a nail gun at the end. That was that was amusing. I like that bit. Yeah, you're you're right. I think it was you, Ruth Ann, who said that you thought the ending was the, the best part. And I, I agree, because I like books with action in them. Um and you're right. There was You guys are all right. There was a, a lot of dialogue in this book. I like a book that you know, you you do get filled in as as the book progresses, as opposed to having everything laid out for you at the very beginning. But uh, I like action-oriented books, and um, the end was uh, was quite a bit of action, actually. And it took me to the middle of the book to say, "Well, what does Maggie do? Is she a housewife? No, she's a neurosurgeon." I thought, I don't know. And Cal is the greatest lawyer in the world. That came. It, it, it was perfect. Somebody said a perfect community. Yeah. They were not just, you know, I don't want to say, I, you know, but they weren't just dumb. They, these all these smart people, a lawyer, a neurosurgeon. Uh, Sully was wonderful. I loved him. Uh, got together in this campground. And I just said, huh? You know, there we go. Suddenly one's a neurosurgeon and one is a lawyer and it's coming out now. And they're living in this near this campground. I, it just, I don't know. Maybe that people like to do that. I guess neurosurgeons maybe live 50 miles from Los Angeles in a campground. That's kind of, that was one of the things I don't like to camp. And I was reading that book and thinking, gee, I'd love to go there. (laughs) These people were just so, like you said, so perfect. And, it would have been nice to spend a weekend, but I don't know that I'd want to spend a lot of time there. But I thought it was very clever at the end how just before they caught him and the FBI agents were actually, they they were campers and that one couple pretended to be from England and played the part to the hill and the other guy 
pretended to be the other guys pretended to be hunters and I just thought it was clever the way they pretty much surrounded Sierra and this stalker and you're right Abby this book does have a that the positive message about sexual assault is the, the theme of the book well, that's that's all the all that that's in the news right now is about uh, uh, you know um, sexual assault or uh, close to it and that kind of thing. So it's definitely very topical. Um, I thought it was kind of an interesting sidebar in, in the book. Uh, Tom and uh, Tom and the uh, the waitress at the at the restaurant. That was kind of a cool deal. It didn't wrap it up as far as if they really did get together or whatever. But um, that was kind of cool, and I and one part I don't understand is you know when when she and and when Sierra and uh, Cal went to visit their folks to find out about uh, if it was uh, the stalker who had come to their farm, find out if you know if they could if he could find out where where Sierra went to. Uh, they didn't pursue that anymore, and they kept, you know, they talked about the the dad and everything, how he was a schizophrenic, and uh, you know how they wandered all over the country for most of their lives and everything, but they didn't even introduce him into the book, and I think, you know, they were they, they mentioned the mom, you know, in conversation, you know, oh yeah, he was here, I know it was him, or I'm pretty sure it was him because they showed showed uh, her the. Uh, the photo, but they didn't introduce the dad or, or anything. So that I thought that was kind of strange. Yeah, it was yeah. strange. You're absolutely right. They were the losers. It's amazing they, yeah. they turned out such great kids. Would that be a fair thing to say? Yeah. I mean, they all ran away. And I don't like all these states, California, Dakota, see, well, the Sierra Mountains, I, I guess. No. But I, 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 I think that's corny. But they want to name their kids that? Go for it, I guess. Uh, the FBI thing fooled me totally because the police gave no notion to Sierra and Cal that they were going to follow up. Just be careful. They told me, be yeah. careful, you know, call us up. And uh, to bring in the FBI the way they did was very, very good. Yeah, the the, um, the names were corny, but you know what? I've heard worse, so it, 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 it just seemed like a kind of a new agey kind of thing to do. But the, the whole episode when they go to see their parents, yeah, that. It's almost like they drove all that way. They stopped in for 15 minutes and then they left. I mean, you know, I mean, it didn't seem like there was much of a development there at all. Yeah, uh, she, she did kind of leave some dangling threads, though, because it, it seemed like that story with Tom and Lola was kind of left dangling at the end. And the, the, that Neely character that she met at AA seemed like it almost felt like she was up to some something bad, and they kind of left that kind of dangling. But uh, uh, I thought it was kind of, now that y'all mentioned all the FBI agents and everybody that was supposedly watching her, it's amazing. Those guys were everywhere, you know, after the fact, when after she had to save herself from, from almost getting killed and stuff, you know, uh, 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 to hear them tell it, they were crawling out of the woodwork keeping an eye on her and stuff. But uh, I guess that's the way life is sometimes. Yeah, they... They were actually watching her to see if she was going to lead him there, but I thought that was that was pretty neat the way they just showed up and 
Um, I see Carla's here. And so do you have anything you want to add, Carla and Abby? If you want to jump in, feel free. I've been trying to jump in. I keep pressing and holding the control key, and and it, you know when when people are done, and I can't seem to get in. So yeah, um, now uh, you know I uh, somebody was saying talking about you know why uh, the father Cal's father wasn't mentioned. Well, he actually was in the in the previous book, which I also read. What we what we find, he is mentioned more in that book. And as far as Tom and Lola are concerned, you know I'm thinking there's going to be a sequel. Uh, this came out just this year, I think, or last year. I'll bet she's going to write a sequel to it maybe next year. So I think, you know, it's, it's like Debbie McComber's Cedar Cove series. You, you know, not everything is tied up at the end because there's going to be a sequel. So I think we may just have to wait and see if there is one, and, and maybe some of the other stories will be continued. And I also liked at the end, I meant to say, you know how she... Um, she, she she interjects some humor, you know, uh, you know after after they've got him and after, you know, she says because she's used a nail gun and so she says I nailed him. I thought we, I thought I couldn't help laughing at that. I just thought that was funny. Well, Robin Carr does have the Virgin River series, and that's gone on forever. So yeah, I agree. There's definitely going to be a third sequel. Anyway, Carla, I like Virgin River. But I thought the funniest one was when Molly Goose Cat, uh, uh, what's his name? Yeah. Connie, when they're having sex. So I thought I knew everything about sex. And man, that, that part was kind of exciting. But then Molly nailed him. That was in part, whatever. I shouldn't say nail anymore with a nail gun. But that was quite, uh, quite funny, I thought. Yeah, Virgin River, that's where I heard about some of these people. Yeah. Okay, that's where I read, uh, Robin Carr the first time. Right. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I think I think she borrowed that that line about nailing him from a, a Lethal Weapon movie. There's a Lethal Weapon two movie. Uh, uh, Danny Glover is being attacked, and his house is under construction. And he, he 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 shoots the, the two bad guys with a with a nail gun. And he says, "Nail them both." So yeah. I don't know if I'd read the sequel or not. I mean, it, you know, it was, it's, I kind of wondered what what would became of these, these people and what have you. But I don't know, to be perfectly honest, if I care enough to read a whole other book. Yeah, that nailing thing. Came, also, there was, I think it was in the third sequel of um, Girl's uh, Dragon Tattoo, where uh, she nails her brother's feet to the floor of the barn. I'm going to yield to Carla. Uh, here if I can because I'd like to hear what she has to say but Abby the way you deal with the control key you must hold it you're lined up at a bank and wait till you hear a chirp and you may be third in line a sighted guys could I think see the, there's a hand that goes up and you know you can see the order but you hold it and then when you're talking you hold it as you did but that's the way it works okay Carla you're on my dear well, sorry I'm late. I have a, a talkative brother. I can't get him off the phone. He calls at 5 to 9. I say, Tom, I have a book group. Tom, I have a book group. Anyhow. Um, so anyhow, um, I I don't know. I My reception of the book is sort of lukewarm. I was debating on whether I was going to read it. I read the NLS description, and it said violence and descriptions of sex and romance. And 
I gotta be honest, this is not my favorite genre. In fact, I too am trying to uh, reread 1984 for the, the classic, and I'm enjoying that more. But anyhow, that said, I enjoyed the first half of the book better. I'm not really into action and violence and sex and all that, so I don't know. When it got into the second half, um, and you know, I, I just got tired of the sex scenes. Um, and then I did like, though, that Sierra did nail him, quote-unquote, and that, um, you know, that um, it came out right and the survivor in her and all that. I, I did like that, and I liked the people at the camp, and I was really enjoying the first half of the book. And, um, you know, it, it just sort of got, in the second half, to me, it got sort of a little bit long, and <laughs> I was sort of glad to conclude this one, but, but still, I'm glad I did it. Okay, somebody wanted to speak, and we lost them. Carla, we did hear you, though. I think it was Shell that was trying to, was talking, Bob. But Shell, your volume is way low, and it's it's. Uh, I don't know if you can turn it up any, but uh, anyway, welcome. I've never uh, seen you in here before, so glad you're here. And uh, Carla, always good hearing from you. And uh, Abby, I don't believe I've, you know ran across you before either, so welcome all of you. But, Shell, I'm having a heck of a time hearing you. Oh, um, well, I, Shell was talking about Colorado, uh, in, and, and I live not too far away from there. I'm in Wyoming. And so I, and I, I of course, I haven't been in that exact area where the book is set, but, of course, I've been in Denver and I've been in Colorado Springs, so it's kind of nice, you know, reading a book that's kind of set in an area with which I'm somewhat familiar Bob, she, uh, Abby needs to read uh, uh, the Midnight Line, the new Jack Reacher book, because that takes place in Wyoming. Uh, do you live near Mule Crossing? I, I'm sure that's not a real place. Uh, I'm not sure where Mule Crossing is because I haven't read that book. I'm on the the northern part of the state, about 30 miles from the Montana border in Sheridan. So I don't know how 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 where that is in relation to Mule Crossing, and my my late husband Bill probably would have loved reading. I think he did read some of those Jack Reacher books. I'm not a real mystery fan, frankly, but I appreciate the recommendation anyway. Yeah, Mule Crossing is a Y in the road in Wyoming somewhere. Yeah, I'm hoping you can hear me a bit better. I've turned myself up a bit. Um, I was going to say one of the things I wasn't very keen on was the way Sierra kept dripping things about her life to. Uh, to the to boyfriend fireman, um, you know, and it just sort of kept going on throughout the book. Is she going to tell him this? Is she going? Is he going to not want her anymore? And I mean, obviously he was. He's never going to tell her to go away. And I think really could have done with a bit less of that. But I did. I was saying. I'm not sure if you could hear me. I was saying I, I really like the way she described Colorado. Um, you know, the way she described the mountains and the scenery. I thought she was very good at that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, she she really was. And I've never been to Colorado. I've never been to Wyoming either. But uh, I really did like her descriptions. And thank you, Shell. That is much, much better. Thank you so much for turning the volume up. Well, I, I really think Shell was concerned about Sierra's, you know, hedging and not telling him all the boyfriend everything at once. And I agree, I would have liked her to just spit it out. But, you know, understanding, you know, what, what, after what she's gone through and the alcohols and everything else, and, she, you know, she's concerned about, you know, being, being afraid, 
loved and not being rejected. And, you know, I can understand why she would be hesitant to tell him everything all at once. So I thought that was portrayed realistically. I do think my I, I agree with you there, but I my favorite parts of the book were the description of um, Colorado because I was there. Um, and, you know, I've been in Colorado, and it you know it's it's a beautiful state, and also um, I, I really liked the the interactions with the dog and how she rescued the dog. I'm, I'm a soft touch for dogs. In fact, I was. Um, I'm reading A Dog's Purpose. I'm sorry I missed the book group. I'm going to go and listen to what they had to say, and I'm going to see the movie. But I I really enjoyed that. And then there's one other thing that sort of disappointed me. I almost was, I felt sorry for um, Sully because I really thought, you know, when he was so nice to her and everything, I thought she was going to take up with him. And he just sort of got set to the back burner, sort of. I, I was hoping that, you know, that she would fall for him. Oh, I don't know. I don't know why, but that's that's what I was thinking when I was reading it. Okay. Oh, that's a lot. I, I really should at my age feel the same way, uh, Carla, but he was 72 and she's 30 and much wilder, and he was wonderful. The counselor, uh, Cal's father-in-law, Ma, uh, Maggie's father, I, I perfectly understand why uh, they didn't trust each other. Uh, Connie who suffered with Alyssa, you know, he catches her shacking up with the, one of the firemen or whatever happens there. He doesn't want to talk and she doesn't. It was, that was understanding to me. You can't give it all at once either side. They don't know each other yet. And uh, it was a matter of developing trust between the two of them. And they finally were able to do it. And that, that was good. But no, I, you know, I wish Sully had, I didn't know Lola's too young. I, I wish there was some older woman that could have, gone with uh, Sully. I think he was fabulous. And yeah, Lola and Tom may be a sequel because they just dangled it out there. They seemed like nice people. Well, I actually thought of Sully as being a father figure to Sierra because Sierra really couldn't have a normal relationship with her own father because of his uh, mental uh, disability. And of course, that, as I said before, is is brought out more in the other what they what we find when they actually visit the family and we learn more about the extent of his condition. Ah, I actually liked Sully. He was my favorite character in the book. Um, I thought he was nice, but he obviously had a past and he seemed to me probably the most rounded character in it. You know, he, there was quite a bit more to him than some of the others, and I I really liked him and I. As you say, I would like to have seen a bit more of him, really, and a bit more of his story and things working out for him. Sully, I agree. Sully was more of a father figure for Sierra. I was actually going to say the same thing, Abby. And he he went through all the things he went through, and he just he came through it and really turned things around for himself and. Yeah, maybe in the next book there'll be somebody that he actually finds. But he was one of my favorite characters, too. And also with Peterson, when he came through beating Molly, that was the violence again. Obviously, obviously it was a dog, but he was mean to his wife, too, and his family. And then it was Sully who said, I gave him 15 minutes. He was going to leave. I knew he was going to get out of here. 
And that was Sully's wisdom. You know, because how did you know? How did you? Know? I just knew he was going to leave. And he was right. Uh, and, uh, you know, that was a, that was the situation there. And Sully was uh, the counselor like Ma Perkins, the old show, but he was a guy. You went to Sully for help and everybody did. And I thought he was he when I heard him, the book kind of stabilized for a while till he stepped away for a while. Okay, I think that's all I want to say. Thank goodness. Ruthann, anything no, else? No, not for Okay, me. thank you. Yeah, well, isn't this series called the Sullivan's Crossing series? Uh, so I'm assuming he must be the main recurring character throughout all the books. I have no idea how big the series is. This is the first one I've ever read. So, uh, uh, but, but I would assume we probably learn more about Sully in some of the other books because I, I would expect that he's in most of them, but perhaps not. I didn't realize this was a series until I started reading this book, but there's only one other book, and it's what we find. So, like I said, and like Abby said, I think there will be a third one because there are too many loose ends not to be. Anything else? We, we really discussed this book very well, I think. Yeah. Anybody else have anything they want to add? If not, I guess we can jump into discussing a book for next month. I just had a question. Um, what did you all think of the narrator? I guess I'm assuming that you read the, the Bard um, book. Um, what did you think of the narrator? I, I sort of liked what the narrator did for this book, but what do you all think? Well, here you go. I loved her. I thought she had a young voice. I was Sierra reading the book or whoever. I like So when I remember, I read so many of these narrators. One other area we haven't gone to is Alyssa. Alyssa hoping to get um, Connie back and, and using yeah. the mother's death. You know, my mother and he, I liked his approach. She was a wonderful woman. I'm surely I will visit her. But that's it, Alyssa. No, I can't. Oh. I can't. Go ahead. Let me say something. I thought that as far as the, the situation. Well, oh, now I forgot what I was going to. Oh, yeah. I did enjoy the narrator, uh, Trace Plummer. I thought she was good. Now, I also read What We Find, which is also available on Bard, but I got it from Audible because it was a daily deal. And I didn't realize that it was on Bard, but it was the same the same Therese Plummer. She's very good, and so I'm hoping that if Robin Carr does another series and they record it, she'll do the next one because she's very good. You know, especially with with and even with the older like Sully. You know, the older characters. She she portrays all the characters very well in her reading. I thought it was very good. Wait, go ahead. Okay, I wanted to say that I thought it was an interesting case when uh, Sierra went to the beauty shop and who did she wind up with? Alyssa. But Alyssa. And uh, then the girl came in um, that and was trying to make Mealy. Uh, no, yeah, oh. Mealy came in, but uh, and and they were asking her all these questions, and she was kind of making up the story as, yeah. as she went along. And they said, "Well, I I saw this this accident, and such and such. Oh, well, yeah. I didn't see it." And Alyssa kept adding to it and kept pushing to find out. I wonder yeah. why I didn't hear about the accident. And yeah. Of course, the accident never happened. But uh, I thought it was an interesting way that uh, you know to kind of bring things together. And, but okay. Yeah, we didn't cover that about uh, Alyssa. And yes, Connie handled the situation in a very forthright manner, and uh, he laid everything out on the table. All the cards, and uh, she knew where she stood. I know, you know, she tried to 
uh, that was kind of uh, not cool, trying to use uh, the illness of her mother to, uh, uh, you know, tug at his heartstrings or whatever, but uh, thankfully it didn't work. And, um, but he was very honest with her, and uh, that was, he was a true gentleman. Yeah, I thought the narrator was excellent, too. I, I agree with y'all. She was, she was really good. Therese, Therese Plummer, I think is what you said, Abby. So uh, uh, I'll enjoy reading other books that she narrates. I found what we find on Bard, and I didn't like that narrator. So, yeah, I really like this one, though. And I, since she read what we find and she's read this one, hopefully she will read the sequel, if there is one. And I forgot about Alyssa. How could we forget about her? She was the one that totally wrecked Connie's life. But I really liked the way he handled that. That was perfect. And I didn't expect him to. I thought he was going to say, oh, well, I I have to go back to her. Her mother's dying, and I need to be there for her. But I was really glad to see that he truly was the gentleman that he seemed to be throughout the whole book. Oh, I didn't think he was going to go back to Alyssa at all. Um, he was too smitten with uh, Sierra. Uh, and I did also like Therese Plummer. I thought, I thought she did an, an excellent job. But if Alyssa was so beautiful, I don't mean to be uh, whatever, but why the heck would she stay in that town? Move to Denver. You'll meet, you'll meet more people. You know, that's my thought, but she was a mixed-up gal. Okay, I don't know if we're ready to hear about our next book, Randy. That's up to you. That's up to everybody else. If there's, Is there anything else anybody wants to discuss about this one? Well, I actually did. I, I was afraid. I thought oh, when I when Alyssa and Cal ran in, in, in this read, I thought, oh, gosh, he is going to go back to her. You know, or Syria is going to see them on the street, and that's going to create conflict. Well, she didn't see him on this. Well, she did see them, but and uh, but I but I was concerned, and so I was kind of surprised when it actually you know because I was afraid like maybe for a few days I think she wasn't going to have anything to do with him because she thought he was seeing the other one. But I'm glad that she went to him and and, and just dealt with it directly, and I, I I thought she handled that very well, and I'm, I was relieved that it all uh, resolved itself rather quickly. Well. I knew that Alyssa lost when she said, yes, I did it with a fireman, but we weren't married, uh, uh, yeah. Connie. You know, and I said, oh, good, Connie, he's never going back. to No guy would go back. I guess Abby and I think alike <laughs> because we so many of the same things you've been saying were right there, Abby, and we had the same thoughts about this too. But, yeah, I fully expected her to Sierra to avoid Connie for a while. But thank goodness she didn't have to. And Cal's theme to Sierra was, you can trust me. You can trust me. I know a lot of us, a lot of guys say that, but he meant it. And I'm very proud of her for not going back to her. Yeah, it was, that was his theme. And thank goodness he was as he seemed because it would have been so much harder on Sierra to recover after everything she'd been through if he hadn't been true to his word what's the next book my dear sorry i was just checking um well 
since we are coming up on Christmas, I thought we could do a Christmas one. And the one that I'm suggesting is A Magical Christmas by Heather Graham. It's DB47384. It's only about seven or eight hours, I think, and Jill Fox reads it. And it's about a family that the mother wants a divorce and the father convinces her to go away with him and their children to a small town and uh, and stay in an old mansion and for Christmas. And I read it last year. When they get there, the people are all in Civil War costumes and things happen and it's just it's a it's a cute whimsical story and it's just very there's a little bit of time travel in it and just different things keep happening and it's a like I said it's just a cute whimsical story sounds like a good book let's do it I agree it does sound good Sounds like a really good book. So it's. Um, I want to make sure I got the information right. A Magical Christmas, DB four uh, four seven four eight four. And the other thing I was going to tell you is, sometime if it's available, I'd like. I'd really like us to read the book Wonder. The movie just came out. I'd like to see the movie. It's about a a, a young boy. He's in fifth grade, and he has some sort of a. Um, disease that, you know, it, it makes him, um, you know, his face is defaced, you know, he, he has facial um, um, problems, and it just sounds like it's one of these good, um, feel-good type movies, um, and it's based on a book, and the name of the book is Wonder, and they're raving about the book. I tried to find it on um, Bard, and when you search the word wonder, you get it in titles and everything. I haven't quite figured out how to get just the title of a book. I put quotes around it and everything else, but I don't know if it's available, but I think it'd be neat if we could do it. Well, Carla, keep researching, and I don't, personally, as one guy, I don't see why not, but, you know, for January or February, keep trying yeah. to find the author. But, yeah, I could see if you put wonder, oh, my gosh, yeah. you'd have so many entries. I forget who wrote it. I saw it. They were talking about it on World News tonight, and I wanted to read it, too. And it seems to me, I thought I saw something on Bard, but I can't remember who the author is. And, yeah, we can certainly do it if it's available. Because it does seem like a good one. Okay, Randy, may I stop the recording? If you guys want to talk, that's that's great. Just one... um, Carla, the DB number is 47384. So, anyway, okay, Bob, you can stop it.